Did you know that BDSM and kink are healthy outlets for aggression, imagination, and attention? Hi, welcome to The Partition, home of kinky wellness. My name is Dana Shergel, and I am a sexual wellness instructor that dives deep into all things kinky. I'm here to show why kinky sexual wellness deserves a rightful spot within the wellness conversation. So let's talk about it. Hey, and welcome back. I know this episode is coming out a day late, and for that, I do apologize. But honestly, I didn't really know how to word how I wanted to say things today, because today I want to talk on loosening the grip on censorship on sexual wellness educators. In case you missed it, last week, my Instagram account was flagged, right? No big deal. Fuck no, it's so wrong, and let me explain why. Now, I know this isn't the first time that my account's been flagged, and I am fully aware and understand that I talk about a, quote, extremely sensitive topic, but I want to remind people that BDSM and kink and kinky sexual wellness shouldn't be an extremely sensitive topic. This isn't something that is gruesome or horrific. This is something that comes from a place of healing and exploration. But at least the last time I was flagged, you know, Instagram gave me the courtesy of at least showing me which reels that, you know, weren't up to their satisfaction. But this time, no, I didn't get that warning. They just gave me the straight notice on my account was no longer able to be shown to non-followers, but without any guidelines as to why. But of course, I'm not dumb. I know why, you know, they just hate what I talk about, which is why I will be talking about why we need to loosen the grip on censorship on sex sexual wellness, and really sex in general with sexual wellness educators. Now, I understand that I am using a social platform, right? So I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that say like, well, they have their rights and they do, right? In order to use this said platform, I know I need to play within their rules. But to tell you the truth, I use Instagram because it's the easiest form to get my message across to the general people, Because most people have Instagram. If I go up to the average person and I say, oh, hey, like follow me on FetLife, they won't know what that is. Like most people don't know what FetLife is unless you're in the scene. So Instagram is a very safe place for people to read, learn, watch, and explore from the comfort of their own home without ever really having to reveal themselves. Because let's face it, since we really do keep censoring sex and sex educators, education on kinky wellness and sex in general is still too far underground for people to openly come out and say, hey, I, you know, I'm into that kinky stuff. Societal pressures and fear of judgment is no joke. And it's often enough to stop someone from fully embracing and exploring kinky wellness publicly, which, you know, That is also okay. If you don't want to talk or show your sex life to the general public, you don't have to. You're allowed to keep things for yourself. But if you're hiding because you're you're fearful of what people will think or judgmental, you don't know where to go, then no, that's not okay. And with stigma around BDSM and kink still so strong, many, 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 many people still don't want to admit that they're into kinky activities to themselves. So... (laughs) let alone admit that information to someone else, right? But even still, when it comes to kinky wellness, mainstream media, you know, does a really good job at portraying kinky wellness in a very narrow and negative way. So much so that people still get very tense around the words BDSM and kink. And again, 
This is also not their fault, right? It's just that mainstream media and other influences and, you know, the news have only shown one side of what the kinky wellness spectrum is. And most of the time, what they're displaying isn't even that accurate. But of course, when you're receiving information with only a one narrative, it's understandable that someone would think that that's the full story. However, the other side of the spectrum and absolutely everything in between still holds power for an individual. So we really need to understand that kinky wellness is not black and white. It's not something that you can fit into a box or certain categories. As you grow, your kinky wellness will grow. As you change, it too will change. Because every time we gain a new life experience, that experience is going to influence us and has the potential to unlock new sexual things we want to explore or maybe give us um, a perspective on something that we were currently doing. And the fact is, kinky or not, sexual wellness is with you your entire life. All the way up until you're in the ground. Sexual wellness constantly continues. It is something that is with you by your side always. It's not something that you can learn in one semester of high school, and you can't learn it even in a few years of college and university. Sexual wellness is with you for life. So you better start taking it seriously. And that's where sexual wellness educators like myself step in because we want to help you continue your kinky or not sexual wellness education. And censoring sexual wellness coaches and educators who are just trying their best to share knowledge that can truly help a person's life is really one of the worst things we could possibly do, right? Like seriously, why censor us? Have you seen the internet, TikTok, Instagram, you know, all of those things? There's some pretty vulgar shit spread across all these platforms. And pornography holds close to one third of our internet traffic. So if the other two thirds of internet traffic keep getting censored while the majority of one is pornography, then yes, can we think of all the negative things that's getting portrayed out there, especially with BDSM and kink? Yet it continues when, you know, Instagram does one of these sweeps. It can't differentiate the people who are trying to share sexual knowledge in a safe and educational manner versus people who aren't. And like I said, there aren't very many channels for sexual wellness educators to share their message. So we are very reliant or we're pretty reliant on applications like Instagram. You know, I've always think it's so interesting how companies are allowed to have these risque and exploitive views of like sexually expressive things, right? For sales, views, brands, whatever the case may be. But we could do the same thing. And it's just like, no, you're removed, right? Like these companies that are projecting these view types, they're one of the reasons why there's so much confusion around BDSM and kink as well. Like some companies will glorify the gear without actually educating what's behind it. But regardless, Censorship on sexual wellness education in all its forms is toxic. Lack of information, lack of diverse perspectives on this, it only leads to misconceptions and arrogance. And it also reinforces stigmas. And when we reinforce stigmas, people will feel ashamed. They feel embarrassment. They just don't want to bring these topics up. So they'll hold them inside themselves, which we all know can have devastating impacts. And we need to really get a grip on the fact that the ideas in our minds really need a place to go. We can't keep them there. 
right? We cannot keep these thoughts in our head. We have to get them out somehow. So why not let sex be a form of self-expression? Apparently that's wrong, right? Like at the end of the day, BDSM and kink is a form of self-expression through sex, which is just not accepted. You know, there's people out there that just don't get it. But, you know, (laughs) I could go into that. But on the upside, I don't, think that Instagram will ever fully get us off of these accounts. You know, Instagram can try to squeeze us off, but kinky sexual wellness educators are just going to keep popping up because sex is as natural as nature. So there will always be someone trying to spread this information, especially when it comes to kinky wellness, because all of us have a little kinky person inside of us that wants to come out. And luckily humans have a tendency to seek out information and advice on how we can help ourselves. And kinky wellness is definitely part of that conversation. At this point, if you are listening to this podcast, I'd like to believe that you understand that BDSM and kink and kinky wellness and really sex in general is not all heavy, dark, scary, or something that we shouldn't talk about. But maybe your friends do. Maybe you know someone who's a little shy to talk about sex. And before we get ahead of ourselves, I'm not saying that you need to dive into descriptive detail, but I do encourage you to open up conversations around sexual wellness if there's an opportunity. Because our kinky wellness is integral to our health. And with these constant sweeps, one of the fastest and quickest, safest ways that we can help each other and spread the word on the benefits and truths of kinky wellness is to talk about it. Really sit down with our family and friends and discuss this openly. So be the person or try to be the person that opens up the conversation because seriously, in this career, I have learned that everybody wants to talk about sex. They do, they do, they do. They just don't want to be the first person to bring it up. And nine times out of 10, the person that you're standing across will be thankful that you brought it up in the first place. We need to take back our power about talking about sex. We can't keep being afraid to have these conversations. And not just talking about sex in the way that we've been told or been raised with, but we need to have a way that feels right to us. You know, for now, I am going to keep continuing to use the platforms like Instagram to keep doing what I'm doing and be the voice for someone open and willing to listen. Because honestly, I didn't grow up in a very sex positive household. We never talked about sex, right? My parents left it up to whatever information I gained from grade school. And until I stepped into BDSM and kink and really kinky wellness, my sexual education didn't start until I was in my early 20s. But for some people, their sexual education hasn't even started. You know, it could start in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and so forth. It starts whenever you take it back. And sometimes all that needs is just one person to open their minds up to the fact that sexual wellness is something to talk about. We all know that the education on sex and sexual wellness has been pretty broken for a long time. And if we don't have an opportunity to share information, then we're stuck with the things that don't work for us. You know, and that can be two things when this comes to us, you know, for some, when it comes to our sexual education, it's like we have this gut feeling telling us something's wrong and that we've been taught something that doesn't work for us and that something's missing kind of like a feeling at the back of your head or an itch that you can't quite scratch, which gets us to seek out other information. But for many people, you don't know what you don't know. And sometimes all it takes is that one person to say something that just resonates with them. 
that makes everything else kind of just make sense. And that person could be you. You could be the person that opens up kinky sexual wellness to someone. Because remember, what I want you to take away from from this podcast is that sex is not something we should be afraid to talk about. And if you are afraid to talk about sex, I really want you to ask yourself why that might be. You know, I'll bet that there's a very high chance that the first time that you had a sexual experience or introduction or somewhere along your journey, it went negative. You know, feelings of shame, guilt, embarrassment, overall sense of what you were doing was wrong, or maybe it just wasn't consensual. But regardless of how negativity came in, we need to remember that sex in general is something that we need to have a positive feeling toward. Because our sex and sexual health is part of us. And you can't hide or be in denial from that side of you forever. That's just going to have major consequences that's going to surround you around your physical feeling and being and your emotional well-being. Remember, when we aren't honest with ourselves, we lack that self-awareness. And when we lack self-awareness, we tend to suppress things more. And when we suppress our wants, desires, curiosity, we do increase our levels of stress and anxiety. And when you do that, it doesn't take long to create an inwardly chaos, right? Honestly, when it comes to this, it feels like we're going backwards in a lot of ways when it comes to speaking on sex, but we really need to get with the times and be more inclusive and give space for everyone as well as the opportunity to talk about it. Sex is not something you can cut and paste. Not everyone is going to relate to the sex education being taught or that was taught to them. And that's normal. We're all different. But the sex education that's different shouldn't get removed. We all deserve a right to find a sexual wellness education that speaks to us and helps us feel more complete and whole. One day, I hope to see a space where sexual educators don't have to speak in code or go the extra mile to hopefully not have our accounts taken down or shadow banned. And I know that this might not be the day, but I refuse to lose hope. Now, I was going to wait on this, but I'm going to let you in on something. I am creating something with other sexual wellness collaborators. And at the end of February, the partition will be hosting its first Kinky Wellness Summit, which is an online four-day live workshop. And it includes everything that you're going to need to take your first step into your kinky wellness. So you heard it here first, but yes, more information and details are going to be coming up in the next few weeks. And I'm very excited to share with you what's going on as I go on that journey. But if you agree with me right now that we need to loosen the noose around sexual education on social platforms and allow social platforms to truly remain social platforms, then please like, share, you know, follow this podcast, give a review, let me know what you think, just get this information out and start a kinky wellness conversation with at least one person this week. That is your homework. I'm telling you to do that today because it's up to us to keep each other informed the best we can and shine a spotlight on kinky wellness and to create a community of like-minded people. And remember, sexual wellness is beyond just education. It's everywhere even in home designs, which is why on Monday, I will be speaking with Jenny from White Wave Design to bring us back to sex, pleasure, and the present. Jenny is the creative genius behind White Wave Design. And what White Wave Design is, is it's a luxury boutique interior design company that specializes in intimate interiors for bad ass couples. 
On Monday's episode, Jenny encourages us to explore and consider what designing a home for pleasure means to us. To break away from conventional styles if it doesn't speak to our wonderful weirdness and adventurous hearts. To think outside the box of mainstream design and to create a space that inspires us, brings us joy and pleasure in the comfort and beauty of home. Jenny is a sweetheart, so I hope you join us then. And I will chat with you on Monday, but real quick before I go... I want to send a message out to other sexual wellness educators. I want to ask you how you get around censorship. I want to ask you what you do to spread your message around. And I want to do what you do, I guess. I want to be able to spread this information and get it out to as many people as I can. But I also don't want to get, you know, canceled or like deleted in the way that they do these things because that's kind of fucked up. We need freedom of speech and censorship on this stuff is dangerous. It's dangerous because whether it was good information that we received or, you know, blatant misinformation that we received for our sexual wellness, some of what we've been taught just does not resonate with us. It's just not something that we're like, oh, yeah, this clicks. Because sexual wellness is so freaking unique to each person. And I just really want to open the conversation up between sexual wellness educators and what we can do to band together almost and get this information out. I don't, I know that the UK had a, you know, a mini protest a few months ago. I think it was in the summer against Instagram, but I wouldn't mind doing one of those things here in Canada because honestly, I think it's time. And if anybody wants to ever join me on that little crusade, please send me a DM or reach out to me through email. And as much as I'm giggling kind of through this, it's because I'm nervous, but I'm also excited because fuck this censorship stuff. Fuck what we have to deal with. I hate it. I hate it so much. And it just blows my mind how much information is allowed to still stay on these platforms. But the ones that are genuinely, genuinely, genuinely coming from a place of love and for respect for our bodies and what we take care of ourselves with and these people, and even if it's unconventional or kind of outside of the box, we shouldn't be just dismissed. We shouldn't just be thrown out with the bathwater, but you know, it happens. So yes, I really want to know how you get around censorship and if you do and if anybody has ideas or how to get the ball rolling on how we can have a conversation to find a way to get this information out there. And maybe I'm living in a la-la land because, you know, when it comes to censorship, we tend to be going on the scale that is uh, restricting the information that's going out. But I really, really want to find a way that we can just make sure that doesn't happen, or at least we can better the odds in our favor for when it comes to sex censorship on sexual wellness. But that is it for me. You know, thank you for letting me rant there for a second, but don't forget to like, and subscribe this podcast and share it, share it with people, share this knowledge. Don't gatekeep it, share with your family, share with your loved ones, share with your friends, get this information out there. Sexual wellness, kinky sexual wellness is integral to our health. I firmly believe that. And you do need to take it seriously. This is something that you need to do. So yes, I hope you have a great rest of your week and I'm sending lots of love and have a great weekend if you're out there in the States. Happy Thanksgiving. And as always, stay kinky, guys. <laughs>